self-serving persuasive talkers of everything and nothing we are conversation con artists what's going on people it's your boy mr on point and i am apparently a bitch also known as calamity red damn <laughs> i would never call you one i appreciate that <laughs> And we are Conversation Con Artists back for another wonderful, fantastic episode. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Mr. M-I-S-T-E-R underscore on point. And I can be found at Red underscore Calamity. Also, we are still doing the listener letter portion of the So if you have a question you would like to answer on the show, you can send it to our Gmail account, which is conartists at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Facebook, Conversation Con Artists, and send it to us that way. And we have one really long email today. Because we haven't heard from our boy Michael in some time. <laughs> and he sent us an email, I, I assume, catching up on some stuff and, you know, just diving into some of the dialogue we had yesterday. I would never, ever tell you to shorten up these emails because oh, no. we're going to enjoy going through it. Every bit of it, mind you. And so... We probably need to do it because, like, there's no way we can talk about all of that at the end. Yeah, we're going to do it paragraph by paragraph. Okay. All right. For anybody who has not listened or don't remember, Michael is uh, a gentleman from Britain. And uh, he has a different perspective on a lot of things. So he's going to throw us some of that, hopefully. I read some of the email, but not all of it. So maybe some surprises to come. The title of the email is Grape Flavored Body Hair. Which I'm really curious to see where that plays into this. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck is that? <laughs> Pre-warning. As always, I tried to write out a normal listening listener letter, and it turned into a small book slash somehow also a history lesson. Sorry if it's too long for the show. It's not too long for the show. We're about to do this. Hi, guys. Thought I'd drop you an email this time, and sending you messages via Facebook means I don't get to write slightly upsetting subject lines when I send a message in. I'm not trying to steal Colin's meat puns, so I'll stick to generically gross imagery for the time being. <laughs> oh, that's what that is. <laughs> Hope you are both keeping well at home, or if you're completely or if you are going completely insane that it's happening in a way that makes for an entertaining podcast at least. I wrote Mr. On Point a Facebook message a little while back addressing how quiet I've been as of late. Suffice it to say, I'm back as an active listener now as my regular podcast listening slot is back in my week. That is wonderful. I'm glad. And uh, when you send me messages personally, I don't respond on a podcast to them. When you send one to the conversation kind of artist one, I do. So if that make a difference for you for what I think you want to be communicating on the show. Um, so grape flavor or purple flavor, if that fits better. <laughs> I'm not sure if Alabama has a different formula to the purple we have in the UK. Certainly where I'm from in Southeast London, purple made up one of the main fizzy drink flavors alongside brown, orange, and blue. Our premium brand for purple is KA Purple Flavored Grape Liquid. It's one of those drinks I try to avoid as it's probably made from diabetes and plastic bags, but it tastes like childhood, so I'm stuck with it. Like you said in the last episode, it doesn't seem to taste like actual grapes, at least not any I had. The weird part of this story was, starts with me listening to your podcast in the supermarket again, not my usual place to listen, though on this occasion it made me think to buy some grapes. So I go to the grape section and panic buyers have torn the place apart. The regular green grapes are gone. The red ones are gone. The black ones are gone. There's only a couple of packs left and the only seedless ones there are these fancy ones called Victoria grapes. It's an extra quid or so, but I'm hungry for grapes 
and the social distance one-way system in this store means it's taking me 10 minutes just to get here, so I pick them up. I get them home, rinse them off, and they taste just like purple. <laughs> I mean, they taste like the natural fruit version of purple, but if you blended them up with some sugar and half tube of super glue, I think it pretty much tastes identical. Maybe leave them to go off a bit so they go fizzy. In either case, we know Victoria grapes. So Victoria fucking seedless grapes. We will never, ever find those here. They're, Tesco, I think, is a, a Europe brand. Is it like a store in Europe, I want to say? Like Tesco Market? Kind of like, uh, it's like Target brand or like Publix brand. I, well, I just want to, at this point, now that I know purple grapes exist, I'm just going to go into Whole Foods and find the fanciest grapes they got. <laughs> got to be close to that shit. It's got to be a version of Victoria Seedless Grapes, which is just fancy-ass seedless red grapes that will emulate purple. Cause it's a, It's got to be a particular type of grape that they're trying to emulate this flavor from. I don't know. I don't know. Um... Thank you for contributing to, you know, awkward titles because, you know, Colin wasn't doing a good enough job on his own with that. So, yay for the gross titles. Great flavored body hair. Oh, my God. That's disgusting. Body hair. Well, I'm not gonna... It's not like you eat the body hair. It doesn't matter. You just it's lick it there. a little bit. Why are you licking body hair? You don't lick body hair before? Ew. Have you not? Body hair? Yes. Have I licked body hair? If you've if you've given oral sex to a person with uh with a bush, then yes. Or if you've kissed a dude with beard or mustache, then yes. I don't really think of beards and mustache. I know it's body hair, but it doesn't gross me out the way the actual body hair does. And hair on your Balls and genitals is fine. Body hair to me is like chest hair, arm hair, back hair. Like that fucking fucks with me. I can deal with the other hairs, but you never hairs? licked a man nipple with chest hair. Ugh. no, <laughs> never haven't. And I, I don't image don't in like, my head. Say what? I don't need that image in my head. That's gross. Why not? You do things that that aren't palatable generally when you're in an erotic moment. Yeah, but I, again, I don't know why, but body hair fucks with me. It's just ugh. it's like if you if if you see a picture of a bushy meat on a screen, it's disgusting. But you've had one next to your face before. No, I don't know. I'm just <laughs> saying. I mean, the things that when it comes to sex, we do things that aren't normal. Like one day, like. No, 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 no. I'm just saying a no, past mate don't like finish that. No. no, it ain't bad. It's going to be because it's you. Well, first off, the worst thing you could do is restrict me from saying what I want to say because I'm gonna make it worse. I'm not gonna make it worse. I'm just gonna say what I was gonna say. Like something a person would never do is this girl just licked me on the side of my face. Why? I don't know. She just did it. I mean, but that's something that if you ask somebody to do that, <laughs> just chilling, that's they're gonna look at you crazy as hell. But like in that erotic moment, you do some shit that you don't be you turn into please a person mode, not reasonable person mode. <laughs> you like switch. That's just how it goes. 
So. <laughs> what? I don't have anything to contribute. <laughs> I'm pre- I just don't feel like this conversation as far as sex goes is going to end at this point, Red. So you need to get ready to contribute, goddammit. Because um... <laughs> I already see the word fetish down here, so. Fuck. <laughs> it's coming. Something's coming. I also want to talk about hairs. Lady hairs in particular. Now, up front, I'm not bothered by the hair that grows out of humans as regard. As regards finding someone physically attractive, and full disclosure, I'm a bisexual man who tends to be more attracted to women than men on average. Before I finish this, I wanted to go up and say, okay, of the language that is different, I'm not sure if fizzy drink is a brand or if any carbonated drink y'all reference as fizzy drinks. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. That sounds like how a, a, a four-year-old would refer to drinks. That's rude. I'm just saying, it's it's so much shit. They it's so much shit. Michael can talk about our Alabama language. I don't oh, feel bad. Uh, <laughs> oh, at least we know they saying the shit the way it's meant to be said. <laughs> you know, you, matter of fact, Michael, you know what we call sodas or fizzy drinks here? Drinks. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> when people ask, so people be like, "You want something? What you got? Do you have any drinks?" That means a carbonated drink. Or <laughs> uh, uh, it depends on what part of the country you're from. You might say sodas. If or you're pop. from the north, you say pop. Which I fucking hate. Ugh. That's a that's like a two year old way of saying it though. <laughs> Got some pop. <laughs> like what? <laughs> but you know, fizzy, but fizzy is literally just what the drink does if you pour it in a glass. It fizzes. <laughs> so it's like the reason I say it look that's how it looked like a four year old would describe it is because it's like the visual of what it does translating into a name. So please don't take offense to that, British people, or are you, Michael. <laughs> Growing up, I've come to understand that my internal beauty standards diverge from the generally accepted ones around me, and I think that's fairly normal and healthy. I can understand that for some people, short hair or a pointy nose or small feet can be hugely desirable traits, even if they aren't for me. For the life of me, though, I can't understand the body hair thing. I could understand it as a preference, but what confounds me is the level to which it's taken. I don't think it's that uncommon for straight men in particular to be of the opinion that a woman who does not shave her body for a week can go straight from stunningly beautiful to actively disgusting. It confuses the hell out of me because it's the natural state of an adult female, the demographic that in this case you're purporting to be attracted to. I think it's different to only liking tall men or curvy women as well because body hair is something almost all women have in common. Objectively, it's more like only being attracted to women when they're wearing makeup or wearing a skirt. And then being actually disgusted by them if they take the skirt off or wipe away the makeup. Why does that sound so crazy but straight men being disgusted by female body hair somehow isn't? To me, either standpoint is equally ridiculous and raises some questions about whether you're more attracted to the woman or more attracted to the skirt, the makeup, or the razor. If your attraction to a group is so strongly conditional on an outside factor, are you truly attracted to that group? If I only like the taste of steak, if I've got garlic dip to go with it and otherwise find it disgusting, do I even like steak at that point or do I just have a garlic dip fetish? Definition of fetish. A form of sexual desire in which gratification is linked to an abnormal degree to a particular object, item of clothing, part of the body, etc. And it's not like it's a naturally occurring fetish either. 
Gillette only started selling the first safety razor in 1903. Before that, people were not in the habit of regularly running straight edge blades over their bodies as many of them had things to live for. As far as I can see researching online, this idea of a bald female body being desirable came from Gillette trying to sell razors in the 1920s. Because the blades were disposable and you couldn't sharpen them at home, Gillette had customers who would need to buy replacement product every few weeks for the rest of their lives. But around 1920, their patent on the original safety razor was expiring, so they needed to bring out something new and grow the market if, that were, if they were going to survive. Otherwise, anybody would be able to make the replacement blades that would fit their razors. To do this, they dropped the price of their safety razors by 80% and started selling fancy cases to keep them in. Then some bright spark remembered that women exist, <laughs> which was probably quite the revelation in 1920. Women mostly not having beards didn't need a razor. In fact, Adam Conover's YouTube show even had the below newspaper clipping from 1920 when a college student cut her leg with a razor and then it got into the newspaper. I mean, fancy that, a lady using a razor. And this this is the newspaper clipping. Girls cut self-saving leg for open stocking. A doctor who attended the session of the University of Kansas Health Committee told a story of attending a young co-ed with a bad cut wound above the ankle. Questioned how she hurt herself, the girl finally admitted she had used a safety razor. Reason, open work stockings. <laughs> Point is, in order to grow the market, Gillette decided to convince women that they needed to shave the parts of their body that did grow hair. So they lied and said that sophisticated white women from Europe shaved their legs. And also said that modern dance moves and dresses would mean people would see your armpits and that armpit hair is embarrassing. Then they added some more lies saying that armpit hair is smelly and unhygienic. I had thought these last two were true, but having again read into it, there's no factual evidence to support either. It's just that this marketing campaign became so socially ingrained that these lies now get passed on as intergenerational wisdom. The only reason men were never told the same is because they already spent money on shaving, so far as I can tell. Having a bald body was never previously seen as innately female or feminine or clean, but disposable razors were always innately profitable. profitable. The marketing world really, the marketing worked really, really well. Women started to hold themselves to beauty standards dictated by razor blade companies, just as they had with cosmetic companies previously. The fact that it went so well almost certainly also speaks to a woman's place in society at the time. Power over your own physical appearance was one of the few things you could use to elevate your social standing as an average woman. The problem is it went so well that everyone started doing it. It became a core aspect of Western beauty standards and over the generations has become the image of female beauty that we've grown up seeing. So now we're in this fucked up place where men expect it, women are embarrassed without it, and in the process we're losing contact with the most important part of the whole equation, natural feminine beauty. What women look like. Yeah, it's great to put on a nice dress, a fancy hat, pretty makeup and cute shoes, but it doesn't mean shit if we don't remember that these are all just pretty gift boxes for the true broody beauty un underneath. Basically what I'm saying is fuck that dude from the story last week. Fuck him saying his girlfriend is unattractive. Who the fuck does he think he's living with? It's a woman. And when women exist for a few days, they grow hair. If you can't look at a woman you're with and feel attraction towards her because you're still reaching to a century old advert for razor blades, grow the fuck up. My wife and I were talking while I was researching this and she said to me, what would be a modern equivalent? It's a valid point, but the body hair thing is so deeply accepted it might be hard to see. Maybe a modern equivalent of the changes to beauty standards in the 1920s could help show how ridiculous this is. And I thought back to an article I read a few years ago. <laughs> the name of the article is There's a Massive Rise of Number of Women Getting Anal Bleaching. Ouch. Did that hurt? 
I don't know, but it like it would. Bleaching what? your anus? What is it supposed to do? I don't know. Just sounds bad. Instead of desirable European women being the driver behind shaving, there's been a recent impact that I think you might have covered where desirable women in porn have been a driver for anal bleaching. Luckily, we've not had a Gillette-style company trying to monetize the situation, but if you've ever seen an ad for Clorox Feminine Beauty range, you know that it starts starting to go wrong. Ladies, modern dance moves and thongs mean that your anus is on show more and more in the club. With a new Clorox pail hole, you can... You too can save yourself the social embarrassment of being a woman with a butthole that looks like a butthole. Because only men do that. What are you? Some kind of man with a man butthole? Yeah, that's how I feel about it. I feel like I'm living in a world where a Clorox pale hole is totally normal. Michael. <laughs> and the anal bleeding sound racist if the goal is just to get your asshole whiter. <laughs> that's so racist. What does a bleach black asshole look like? I don't know. Why, why does it matter if your asshole is lighter or not? I don't know. Because <laughs> porn said okay, that it should be. Fucking weird. Um, I mean, most of the things... Unfortunately for women... We are always going to be held to higher standards than men. Men get away with, with not doing a lot of shit. Okay? Y'all don't really have to do much as far as, you know, maintaining yourselves and still being attractive to women. Like, there's not a lot of ton that you have to fucking do. Take a shower, wash your balls, you know, get a haircut or keep your hair groomed. That's about it. You don't have to worry about all the other shit that standards for women so I mean it's not surprising to me that it started off as a way for Gillette to fucking sell more shit because of course it doesn't matter the impact that it's going to have on society money um anal bleaching apparently is removing the layer of melanin in your ass through laser surgery but why so it looks yeah, so I guess it looks a uniform color. Uh, okay. I don't know, I man. Don't have anything. I don't know if you watch enough porn to know that a woman's a woman's skin tone in in between her ass is two different colors. No, no, I do that? not. Know. Yeah. No, I could live my whole life without knowing it. It's darker for some reason. Okay. Not, I mean, you think it was lighter because it's always covered up and closed together, but it's like two different colors. Except in porn because they all get their ass bleached. So when you see it in porn, that's the case. But if you watch that low-grade uh, ghetto porn, then you'll know what I'm talking about. I, um, I have nothing. And it's the same for black women and white women. It's just darker. I don't know what the genetic purpose of in between your booty cheeks being darker than the rest of your skin. But it's something. Yeah, okay. I don't have anything. I have nothing. You don't have anything? No. I think that it's... Is your phone? You moving your phone? Sorry. Uh. <laughs> I can hear it. 
I think that uh yeah, European beauty standards have messed us up deeply. And it's just, it's 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 a it's a revolving door of new things for men to desire and for women to figure out. I mean, and you know what? I don't know if, if y'all know much about this in Britain or if this is the same dynamic in Britain, but over here, black women have for the longest been perming their hair, straightening their hair, and just in the last 10 years, there's been a big switch to natural hair from mm-hmm. wigs and perms and things of that nature to where black women wearing their natural hair is still criticized by a lot of black men. It is. If you don't have a desirable texture, which for them a desirable texture isn't curly, if it's more coarse, then it's not a desirable texture. And they're going, why you don't perm your hair, wear a wig or all that shit. Basically, some women's hair, what's the dude from Little Rascals, the black kid? Oh, uh, I can't remember. I remember Alfalfa. <laughs> uh, damn, Eddie Murphy be doing his character. But the black kid from the Little Rascals with the afro, basically, a lot of men, if your hair texture is not right, that's all they see. They just see that in the, on top of your head, and they just, you know, talk bad about it. Because, I mean, for anybody that has natural hair, men, too, that don't know how to take care of it, you just look rough all the time. I mean, that goes for a woman with natural hair, too. But that that was my issue. Like, why are we subduing a person's desire to have their hair grow naturally as it does, you know, versus accepting and allowing that to be the standard? Because that's that's how we do. You know, that's what it's about. You know, that's we it naturally grows like that. Why are we trying to subdue it? And I, I just didn't know about the history of Gillette that started making women adhere to those standards um it's crazy actually um and i i mean i have no problem with with body hair on women um i mean clearly if you go into a strip club and somebody in there you know furry (laughs) it's like this the wrong place for your furriness, <laughs> you know, but for every woman in America, even women are that are literally only going to be seen by one man for a period of time to be shaving their whole bodies. That ain't that ain't necessary, man. That's work. It is work. That shit grows back quickly. No, <laughs> it's, it's hair. It grows like that's a whole job. Yep. It's a regular thing comes routine have you ever waxed in any shape or form nope because ripping hair out of follicles just doesn't sound like something i'd be interested in it's how much would somebody have to pay you to do it would like if somebody paid for it would you do it no they have to pay for it and pay me what if they paid you 500 bucks no a thousand hmm I would be more leaning towards doing it for a thousand, but I still have the ability of saying no at a thousand. Everybody got a price. Yeah. Except for some things. That shit just looks so painful. Like, I just, nah. 
No. How much? I already get pissed when I nick myself shaving, ripping hair off. Like fuck that, fuck that. I know it's supposed to last longer when you rip it out of the follicle like that, but like nah, no thanks. It's too painful. How much would you? Uh... <laughs> so I ain't gonna ask you this question, but. I've come across posts and not only that, but in like inside of friend groups that I had, people be like, would you, uh, if somebody paid you a million dollars, would you suck a man meat? Or if somebody gave you a million dollars, would you have sex with a dude? This question have come up in my lifetime. Why do they care? I don't know. <laughs> I think they probably thinking about doing it for free. And they just want to get some validation <laughs> from other dudes Very with fun. some some differing context. I don't know. That's the only thing that makes sense to me. I, I ain't never thought about that. Like, you know how I think actually? I think that if somebody said, I will I will give you a million dollars to have a sexual interaction with me, I feel like it'll be a scam. <laughs> I feel like I would have done it and then just be broke still and now have compromised my moral integrity. So I don't think I would ever do it. I feel like it's a trap. Like who would pay a million dollars for something that you can get for free on Grinder? <laughs> <laughs> it don't make sense to me. And so when people ask them questions, I'd be like, who would be, who do I get the money first? <laughs> like <laughs> how does the money thing work? <laughs> you know, and they'd be like, man, you thinking too much about it. Like you thinking too much about shit. You ain't got no business thinking about. <laughs> you know, you done made me uncomfortable now around you. <laughs> <laughs> but uh that should be showing up. But everybody got a price. I don't know. Um I don't have a price for having sex with a man that I know of. Put like that. Um to answer the question that anybody has ever asked me about that shit crazy. Um let me see. I think it's different to liking only tall men because those are preferences that I get it because those are preferences that people have about what you naturally born as, you know? So the fact that your natural hair growing and people saying, I don't like that shit because your hair ain't natural. That is stupid. But you know, if I only like the taste of steak, if I've got garlic dip to go with it and otherwise find it disgusting, do I even like steak at that point? I think it's hard to make that comparison because I think that I think that it's just I don't think we understand how deep, deeply conditioning impacts us, you know. Because. What conditioning would say about this is that. My brain only believes that I love steak when garlic dip goes with it. I just don't know that I love it otherwise. And I think with the woman situation, even if he is disgusted, he probably ain't going to break up with her. And even if he is disgusted, then he's not going to not have sex with her. You know, it's like even I think that there is a level of separation between not liking this trait about that person and and finding that trait disgusting and also that level of disgusting transferring to everything about them. I, I think it's a difference between those two things. And that's the kind of dissonance that conditioning creates. 
just generally in the brain, psychologically. You know, every part of our society creates dissonance. I mean, we have this, like, a whole bunch of men have such this deep-seated, you know, desire for women to be limited and restricted and not do anything, but still have a desire to have a woman in their life. You know, society has trained them that women are less and that men are more and that they are going to capitalize on those facts uh, or those conditioned facts, but still value women on this other side to, to no end. So you can look at a whole bunch of different dynamics that that conditioning does you like spanking kids like kids. Some some kids get their asses beat. And but you still love them because you can get your ass beat outside of Dollar General by a stranger. <laughs> Do the wrong shit. <laughs> but but you can give a kid that same ass whooping but love them, too. Like our society has conditioned us to believe and Christianity has conditioned us to believe that if you spank the shit out of a child, then somehow you're doing them a favor. Spare the rod, spoil the child. You know what? I mean, why why parents ain't using rods then? Because <laughs> then y'all come lock your ass up. Then, then you ain't following the Bible. <laughs> you gotta pick one. You gotta pick one. That's how I feel. But you know, it is what it is. So, but that being said, I appreciate you for sending that. Thank you, letter and the history lesson. It's good That's to know that about the in-depth conversation I've ever had about body hair ever in life. This is not a bad. I learned several things. That it can get that deep. <laughs> I learned several things. I learned about the history of Gillette and they bullshit-ass propaganda that led to. The body status that we have today, and I learned about what anal bleaching is. I didn't need to know that one, but yeah. Well, the dudes that you've been with know it about you, whether you know it about yourself or not. If you have a question you would like for us to answer on the show, you can send it to our Gmail account, which is conversationconartists at gmail.com, or you can find us on Facebook, conversationconartists, and send it to us. Thank you, Michael. I support women. Do you have some viral posts, sir? I do. Women, if you don't want to shave, don't. If you do want to shave, do. Do what the fuck you want to do. You grown. I mean, at this point, I've been conditioned. Like, I feel I won't wear if I like if I get up in the morning and want to wear a dress, but I haven't shaved my legs, I won't wear the dress. I'll put pants on. So at this point, it's conditioned in me to feel like, oh shit, my legs are hairy, so let me not show them. All right. So, let's just go ahead and knock this out. It's a little bit of news story before we get to the viral post. But stimulus checks went out today. (laughs) Now, I haven't been keeping up with it enough to know what the UK is doing with stimulus checks, but stimulus checks went out this week. Uh, on the 15th, people woke up. Well, I was on a game at midnight, and some people said, I just got $1,200. <laughs> I was like, well, goddamn, them motherfuckers came through for a bunch of people. Uh, and when I went to the bank, and I only went to the bank because the 15th is also payday for the therapist in the agency that I work with. So I 
take checks to the bank. And when I tell you that cars was in the middle of the road waiting for the bank lines to go down, I'm like, what the fuck are y'all doing? <laughs> Either the money is in your account or it's not. Why are you come to the bank? Like, are they, coming, are they going to withdraw the $1,200? Or maybe, like, so here's the thing. So, with a lot of people, if your bank account from 2018, or no, 2019, or, yeah, 2018 or 2019 isn't the bank account that you have now, they sent it to whatever bank account they had on file. So, I think a lot of people may have switched banks or switched accounts and realized, oh, shit, this I'm supposed to get my money in there, and it may be because I fucked like my got my accounts wrong. Now, what you can do about that? I don't. The bank can't do shit about that. I guess you would have to contact the IRS and say, "Hey, this is what account it was supposed to go in." But I don't know. So I'm gonna bring up another point with that. Have you ever got your? So I don't think you probably too responsible for this, but have you ever been riding through the hood in either Montgomery? Or in Birmingham, and you see these signs that say, hey, we can get you $5,000 back on your tax return. Come to Own the Block Tax Services, and we'll get you paid. (laughs) Yep. So They're everywhere. People look at them places and be like, okay, damn. Um, Let me do this. So, one thing that some of these, first off, these places are fraudulent, okay? Doing taxes ain't hard. They probably got a little quick application to put in all kind of false-ass, fake information about you, throw some kids on there, throw some information on there, and get you six, $7,000 back that they take two or $3,000 of. You yep. know, they get you a lot of money, but it's, it's, they ain't doing something right. And so I've seen a news article of one tax place where what yeah. they were doing was putting their own bank account number on those accounts. That money comes to the bank account of the business, and then the business write the checks to people that they're going to get. Yep. And so the uh, so what then happened in some instances is that those twelve hundred dollar checks went to the tax places bank account, and, and those so, people was mad as a motherfucker. <laughs> bro, they were mad. You supposed to be mad. I mean, you're not supposed to have used that bullshit ass hood pop up tax place anyway. But if you no, did, it. you definitely was out there mad trying to figure it out. But not everybody got the twelve hundred dollars though. Like not everybody got it. I don't know. I don't know the variable between why you would get it and wouldn't get it if you filed your taxes, or otherwise you just didn't file your taxes. I know I got mine. <laughs> That's good. I didn't get mine because I hadn't filed my taxes in 2018 and 2019. Well, I just filed my taxes in 2019, um, but I ain't filed my taxes in 2018. It was a rough year <laughs> um, for me in terms of managing my own personal income and taxes and managing business income and taxes. My allegiance ends up being with making sure the business shit is straight, sacrificing my own shit. So I had a lot of catching up to do, but it is what it is. I just talked about this as a premise to understand this scam that show up every tax season or whenever some money show up is basically a scam where you know, people say join this Facebook group and they try to get a circle of people to put money in. It'd be like, okay, everybody in the group gonna put money in, everybody put a hundred dollars in, and we're gonna get one person a thousand. And then your turn gonna come up in three weeks to get that thousand. So 
you only spend this much money to get this thousand. So this viral post leans to a, towards that and a whole bunch of other scams like this that pop up. If you're scared to pay $100, find four of your friends you trust and y'all pay $25 a piece. Now y'all got to split your $800. By the end of the day, I'll be on purple. Y'all better quit playing. If it was illegal, don't y'all think Facebook would have deleted it by now? Join our group, Ask Me How, <laughs> Inbox. The, the gullibility of people is 2020. And it's still people that fall. I'm a prince in Africa, and I need you to put this money in your account for me to do this. To that. Like, people still fall. Like, you... It's just amazing to me <laughs> that you still have people that, that don't see through these scams and, and that they fall into them. Now, some of these scams are very legit looking and legit sounding, but that kind of shit right there does not sound legit. I mean, we got a society that's based off of that. Now, if you want to know what this is, it's called a Susu Savings Club. So a Susu Pyramid Scheme, S-O-U-S-O-U. It's basically reading the definition, an informal rotating savings club where a group of people get together and contribute an equal amount of money into a fund weekly, bi-weekly, or monthly. The total pool, also known as a hand, is then paid to one member of the club on a previously agreed on schedule. That, like, that's crazy because it we have a society that really builds up the idea that it's easy to get money in these ways that end up wasting you money. For example, um, Number pools. So when you do or number boards, when you do like a, a football game, they have a hundred squares from you know one to zero to one, one to zero, like one to ten, and it's a hundred squares. And you'll have somebody that pay you know fifty dollars a square. That's five thousand dollars. And every quarter somebody wins. If the last number on the team matches the numbers that you have, then you win some money. Now. In that game, somebody definitely wins every quarter, but only one person out of a hundred. Them ain't good odds. <laughs> They're not. So one every quarter, one person out of a hundred wins. So four people out of a hundred wins in that. But they'll be like, okay, that's five thousand dollars on this board every quarter. You win a thousand dollars. The person who made the board literally just get a free thousand dollars. Yep, they just get a free thousand dollars. Why wouldn't you do that? Watch this. Just make a board. Like, I don't know. But that's one of those systems that builds up the idea that you can get something for little to nothing. Yeah. Or a lot for a little bit of investment. Another one is Vegas, generally. Oh, like, yeah. Like, literally, you walk up to a table and they say, hey, I'm going to give you some cards. If you get close enough to 21 without going over, you win all this money. And it sounds easy. But you will lose all your money playing blackjack because they <laughs> that shit ain't as simple as they making it sound. It's a system by which they know how to work you more than you know how to work them. I mean, that's how it is, but it's so many different rules that come along with it. Also, other games. Yeah, you know, we're gonna we gonna um we're gonna put this ball on this wheel, spin it, and if it land on a number or a color you choose, you get some money. Okay, that sounds simple. Here go $100. Well, you just lost $100, nigga. Yep. Statistically speaking, you don't lost $100. Because roulette is not kind to y'all ass. All of these different games, they are part of a society 
that tells us we can get money quick and we can capitalize on people who got money. And it's crazy because the people that are capitalizing on them in the instances I'm talking about with Vegas is, is you know, corporations. They allow a whole corporation to make money off of convincing you that you can make money. <laughs> That's just so stupid. Uh, but that was my first one. Don't fall for no scams. Get your $1,200. And I don't know what to tell you what to do with it. Your awoke person going to tell you to buy, invest in a business in the community. What the fuck can you do with $1,200 investing in the community? You know, I think you should buy something fucking frivolous with the shit. <laughs> Three weeks ago, you didn't expect to get $1,200. And there's people, I'm seeing statuses talking about, Oh, paid my bills with this $1,200. What? Paid your bills with the $1,200? But that's that irresponsible nigga thinking, though. That's the kind of shit that kept me from filing taxes in 2018. <laughs> <laughs> um, But, or for 2018. But, you know, it is what it is. Don't fall for the traps. Do what you want with your $1,200. Don't be responsible with it. Once this is over, I don't care if the party is at R. Kelly house and Bill Cosby is making the drinks. I'm going. <laughs> oh, that's desperate. Desperate. desperate well, whoever desperate. made this is definitely uh, probably outside of R. Kelly's range, so they'll be safe at R. Kelly's house. Um, and I don't think Bill Cosby would poison all the drinks he make. He would just pick one white woman to do it for. <laughs> so, you'll be all right. People are so desperate to get out of the house. All right. Next post. I like titties that sag. That way, when you ride and I don't got to strain my neck to lick one. Why did you pick that? I don't even know what these viral posts are. I just clicked out a post with words with no pictures. In <laughs> source, so I didn't read them. I normally, I normally filter through them. I'm just reading them as they come. They surprise us to me, too. But that is valid. That's valid. <laughs> Listen, you you better commit this shit to memory. Say what? Why? Because because when you the next time you having sex with a dude and, and y'all in that position and you see him trying to strain his neck to put his head up, you gonna think about this moment. I seriously doubt it. I guess if you're enjoying yourself, you won't, but if you're not enjoying yourself, you will. You're going to be thinking <laughs> about all the other shit except for what's going on. True. You're going to be like, why he look like a baby trying to get a bottle that's too far away? <laughs> Please check on your glasses wearing friends that wear masks. Our glasses keep fogging and we can't see shit. Yeah, that shit's annoying. I've been wearing my contacts. <laughs> That's fucking irritating. Damn. Damn glasses wearing friend. It's irritating. And I work at a hospital, so I have to wear them fucking things all the time. Michael, are masks mandatory where you are right now? Um, I haven't seen a grocery store one-way situation the way you described. Um, that would be horrible for me because I go into the grocery store with no plan. 
What do you mean a grocery store one way? He said um, when he was going through to get those grapes, they have a grocery store one-way situation. So I figure they got arrows where people can only go in one direction and not like cross past each other. Oh, yeah, that'd be terrible. Oh, he said it took him 10 minutes to get to the grapes. So I assume I have seen that over here. We got one-way entrance. Yeah. After that, it's still Wild Wild West in there. Yep. So... Um, this is a joke. <laughs> I was going to post a time traveling joke, but you guys didn't like it. <laughs> oh, okay. So this is a um, this is a Reddit Ask Me Anything. So if you ever see a R slash AMA, that's Ask Me Anything. This dude said, "My, he's a thirty-seven year old male male wife." which is a 33-year-old female, is quarantining with her personal trainer <laughs> that is a 25-year-old male. Ask me anything. <laughs> this dude said, how many times do you think they boned? He said, it's nearly been a month now. You do the math. And the dude said, why are you allowing this? So apparently this dude's wife won't come home because she's quarantining with this dude. And I'm going to read you how... Reddit comments kind of goes wrong. The people on Reddit are people that have, a lot of them are people that have two things that you should not like. That is a shitload of time on their hands and a relative irritating level of intelligence. So this post epitomizes like people who see through your bullshit. So this dude says, I don't know what the beginning comment was, but it says, I guess so. Jesus Christ, grow some fucking balls, you doormat cook. And the dude who has named himself Lonesome Hubby says, super fucking helpful, man. Thanks. And this dude follows up with, you didn't come here for help. You already know everyone was going to tell you to leave her. You came here to mope and be pathetic and get pity and sympathy. Well, yeah. I'm not sympathetic to someone who lets people walk all over them. Get off fucking Reddit, start searching for a lawyer, and begin packing her shit up. Jesus, get angry or something, dude. Another dude follows up and says, he's right, original poster. First off, it sounds like she's been cheating uh, on him since the quarantine, and you knew about it. Now she's been with him for a month, and you haven't done anything? At that point, it's pathetic. Not trying to insult you, but it is what it is. You deserve way better than that slag, so go do something about it. This dude said, the lonesome hubby said, I had no idea they were cheating before. I don't even know if they were. Although now it seems likely. So that was just another viral post that came up that man, it's just crazy how you could you know that dude you be talking about that you you that you dated in high school that you didn't like because he really didn't care, it seems, about you yeah. going to the front. Like yeah. that's that's that would be him. That shit is annoying as fuck. Oh, I hate that so much. Like, so do you think that people do you think that people do what they're allowed to do or they do what they're going to do anyway? Like, I think it's a combination of that. I feel like she might necessarily have done that with somebody who like was crazy. She knew, oh, he will fuck me up, you know, but it may have been something that interests her 
and she got the the green light because she got somebody that ain't gonna do shit for or well, say anything I, to her about it. Okay, what I'm asking you is, if you are with a man like that, do you think because he didn't care or interject the way that you think he should, that it'll be more likely that you would cheat on him? No, it'd be more likely I would leave him. Like, I didn't go to the prom with my boyfriend that he didn't care. I wanted to so bad just to fucking prove a point. But I didn't do that because I I wouldn't have wanted him to do that. So, no, I, I don't think that that would have made me be like, well, I'm going to cheat on him. I think I would have just been like, I can't deal with this. <laughs> you just, oh, my God. You don't have no kind of, I'm not even going to say backbone. You don't have the assertiveness. I don't want nobody that's telling me what I can and can't do, but I do want somebody that's going to be like, all right, now it's a little much, a little much. Um, so yeah, I would be more likely to leave than I would be to cheat on because that shit will get on my fucking nerves. <laughs> because I'm gonna tell you this, I'm not gonna be laid back and lax, okay. If I if I, you have a, a a trainer, a woman trainer that you spending too much fucking time with, I'm gonna say something. We gonna have a whole goddamn conversation about this shit and quarantining with her. You quarantine forever with her because I'm gonna have all your shit sitting outside so you can move the fuck in with her since that's where you wanna be at. Be there. Don't stop you. Bam. You you seem too extreme. You're going to put all his shit in his car and set it on fire. Yes. That's too extreme? Yes. It is too extreme. I don't think it is. It's too extreme. I think it's appropriate for what he's done. (laughs) No, no, it's not. You let that man do what the fuck he want to do and leave him alone, put his shit outside in boxes and go. Destroy that man's property. The video has frozen for a second. Hopefully, she comes right back. Y'all hear me saying it? It is what it is. I missed all of that. Yeah, you froze. All all I did was you froze again. Okay, all I did was just tell the people that you froze. (laughs) Uh, I ain't saying nothing special. uh, All right. Next viral post. One person says, I do hair, nails, and makeup every day except Sunday. This virus has business booming. Um, This lady said, where are you from? I need my hair done. She followed up saying, Virginia Beach, I'm a mortician. Want an appointment? Keep going outside. Stay home, sis. You're more beautiful alive than dead. (laughs) 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 Fucked up, but true. Caught a slipping. Yeah. Imagine how much business morticians get. I want you don't even get. Do you get paid more money? The more people that die as a mortician, do you know anything about morticians? I would think so. You get paid per per. Yeah. The insurance insurance companies pay them, right? Oh. Or do the insurance company pay the funeral home? Is the mortician connected to the funeral home? Or mortician estate? The insurance company pay the people. The people pay the funeral home, I feel like. I don't think insurance companies pay directly to 
funeral homes. So they might sit down. I ain't never had to bury nobody. Oh, that's a funeral director. Yeah, uh, they pay the, the insurance paid a funeral home. Oh. So she getting paid, paid. <laughs> funeral homes are getting paid, paid. Yeah. Except, I guess, for people who have to be cremated. A lot of people are dying un- unexpectedly. Yeah. You know? Oh, I'm going to talk about why that makes me a bitch. That actually has something to do with that. Well, I'm not a... Well, I'll let you decide if I'm a bitch. Well, Alanis Morissette called herself a bitch and it seemed to be cool. That was not Alanis Morissette. That was Meredith Brooks. Really? Yeah. I don't know. White women who do music all look the same. <laughs> Except Adele. Yeah, that was me. I think her last name is Brooks. For sure, her first name is Meredith. Well, let's find out. I'm a bitch song. What's that the name of the song? I think it was I'm a bitch. I'm a bitch. I'm a Meredith mother. Brooks. I'm a mother. I'm a sinner. I'm a saint. I do not feel ashamed. Well, I like Alanis Morissette. She's cool. Yeah, so but that wasn't yeah. her song. But she still looked like all the other white women. The only thing, the only way I can tell the difference is they have colors. <laughs> if they have color the same, they look the same. That's probably racist. So the reason why I'm bitchy, I guess, is my my dad's sister died, which is my aunt. But she wasn't a nice person. So like when they called me to tell me, I was just like, okay. Okay, so Clearly, your experience with her dictate that she's not a nice person. Help me and everybody listening understand what not a nice person means. So anytime anybody had anything going on, if she knew about it, everybody was going to know about it. She was a fucking gossip. She felt like her son were just... her one of her sons, my cousin, got his girlfriend pregnant in high school. She went all over the place saying that ain't his baby. She just putting that baby on him. Baby came out looking exactly the fuck like him. Like she just that wasn't baby came out looking person. like a salamander number one. Okay, because babies all look like fucking salamanders. You can see through them. They do not. They do not all look like salamanders. He looked just, and uh, even now, like he's like fucking sixteen at probably at this point. He looked just like my cousin because it's his fucking kid. But she just, she's just a bitch. And when I got ready to go off to school, so my mom was real protective. Right, I didn't get to do a lot of shit. And when I got ready to go off to college, her and my other aunt that I don't give a fuck about, um, was standing outside of our house where they knew I could fucking hear them talking about how they thought I was gonna come back. Oh, not finish school because I was going to get pregnant and end up back at home. Bitch. Like, she's just not a fuck. She was not a nice person. My brother went over, William went over to visit her when he came home because my dad, man, see, William ain't <laughs> at this point in my life, you're not going to guilt me into to doing shit. So, like, they guilted him into going over there. He went over there and she treated him like a fucking stranger because that's who she was. Okay? So here's the thing. I'm not glad the lady's dead. All right. I'm not. But I also don't really care. <laughs> like, my mom, I mean, I was like, okay. And she was like, were you asleep or something? I was like, no, I just don't have any. Like, it's unfortunate, you know? Like, 
death usually is. But to me, it's like in death, people become nobody wants to be the person that says somebody's shit, right? So we all you're supposed to pretend like, oh, this is such a heartbreaking thing losing this close of a family member. She was a bitch. <laughs> she was not a nice person. She just wasn't. <laughs> and I, I wasn't sad. I'm not sad. I feel bad for her, I guess her kids. And them little niggas, listen, they, one of them just moved out maybe five years ago. Now, keep in mind, both of them are older than me and I'm 35. All right? Are they as problematic the old, as their mama? The younger one is because he, so he he was the one who got the kid, the girl pregnant in high school. She, the mom was taking care of that kid. Then he got married and was still living at home with her. He was living at home with her. His wife was living at home with her fucking parents. They just moved in together maybe five years ago. So he just left. He was sleeping in the same bed he grew up in. His brother, who's older than him, never lived outside of the house. And I'm pretty sure his brother is gay. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but I'm almost positive he's gay. Okay. So it's just funny to me that in death, people are like, nobody wants to say anything. So if I say something, then I'm a bitch and just mean and, and disrespectful. So I just don't say anything. I'm just like, oh, okay, that's sad. <laughs> like, for somebody. For somebody, but not for me. And honestly, I, you know, since coronavirus started, I've been really like, oh, this shit is so terrible. This is the first time this shit has benefited me, though. Because I have a legit ass reason not to go to this goddamn funeral. And I won't look like an asshole for it. Because I have no plans. I, I wasn't going to go either way. I was going to deal with the shit that came for me not going. But thankfully, I only had to do that. Because I have a legit reason not to fucking go. Because we can't gather in, in groups of more than 10. So I can't go. I like all my aunt and uncles. I wish I could say the same. <laughs> like my, let me see. On my mom's side, I like all of them except for one. On my dad's side, I really don't like none of them niggas, to be honest. Like I can deal with some, but like this particular, I ain't been in her house. I don't even know how to fuck long. And I go home and still, they lived in the neighborhood where my parents used to live at. And I would go fuck past her house and go to my parents house and drive right the fuck back past her house leaving to go back to where I live like I don't even know the last time I spoke to her to be honest it's been a while <laughs> so, it's been a while you know another white person song it is uh, stained the group stained mm-hmm. but anyway um, yeah death Death is a funny thing. She did not die from coronavirus, by the way. That's not what killed her. All white rock bands look the same, too, unless they got a black member. You're so racist. I know what Maroon 5 look like. (laughs) Okay. You know what Stain look like? I know that song very well, but I don't know. Yeah, they look like all the other groups. Do you have any more viral posts, sir? Yes. I've become a why this light on if ain't nobody in here, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> oh my 
God. <laughs> when you get old and start paying bills, I've done that. I've been mad at myself because I've come back and be like, God damn it, I left that kitchen light on all day. <laughs> I'm, I'm there as well. I'll be leaving lights on all the time, except what? now that I'm moved in with somebody who ain't, uh, who ain't, you know, connected to me that deeply. Now I'm just not doing things because I think another person will find it unacceptable. I turn off lights that I'm not using. <laughs> Sitting here right now using the good daylight. I ain't got no lights on right now. I don't know. My apartment used to stay lit and not like. Not party, <laughs> not that kind. It just used to be illuminate, illuminated. No. And at first, it was because I moved from an apartment to a house, and I didn't know how the utilities were going to run here. They really run about the same. It's not more than when I lived in the apartment, but I'm still just like, Mm-mm. it's a bigger space. <laughs> it's a fucking hat. Like, nah. <laughs> All right. Next one. I feel highly disrespected by Facebook. There's a couple on here who be having sex on live and falling the fuck asleep after. Their live videos never get deleted and their page is still up and intact. But I type one sentence saying men are trash and I get blocked and shit. What really is it, Zuckerberg? The Facebook page is Jay Leno TV. Keep scrolling and fast forwarding videos. They have several saved lives of them having sex. So this is, let me tell y'all something. Facebook being asleep at the wheel since the coronavirus then came up because it's a ton of sex videos right now just going around on Facebook. <laughs> I did not know that. Yeah. Uh, it, if you've seen the um, Switch challenge, I guess, where yes. people be playing that Drake song and then they flip the Switch and they change places, Yes, it's a couple of sexual versions of that one that have been going around. Then it was a video with this man and this woman having sex on Facebook. But Facebook been asleep at the wheel since these videos. But it's much, much harder to filter videos than it is to filter words. And for some reason, you can't talk about men and you can't talk about white people without getting banned. It's people on here all day long saying nigga this, nigga that, white people. But if you say white person, then you're going to have a problem with Facebook. That's why if you look at all of these groups... And how people have communicated about white people, they use other language. Like they say wheat people, or they say eggshell colored people, or they spell white, W-Y-T. Oh, yeah. They using a whole bunch of creative language because Facebook been filtering out those messages and banning people for saying things about men and white people. They talk about women all day long, you'd be fine. You know, that's where it gets into how much diversity is really going on in Facebook. Um, the moderators and the people who are behind the scenes. It's crazy. Um, next one. Donald J. Trump keep playing with me. I'm going to call J.G. Wentworth because it's my money and I need it now. <laughs> it's my money and I need it now. That one and the Goldberg call Goldberg 800-600-6014. Like those, they stay in your hand because they play them over and over again. That's funny. It's good advertising. 600-6014. Yep. <laughs> um, last one. 
it's just more conspiracy theory shit. Wouldn't it be dope if every family who tested positive for coronavirus and or the families of those who passed away from it bought a class action lawsuit against Bill Gates? It's not like he hid the fact that he funded coronavirus or that he's pushing for the deadly vaccine. (laughs) Someone needs to take action fast before it becomes mandatory. Also, a class action against the hospital for all fake cases, testings and deaths. Get money. Stop lying. Step up. Fight back. All them hashtags. Uh, there is no vaccine right now that is mandatory. I don't know why people are <laughs> acting like there is now going to be some kind of mandatory vaccine. There's not a mandatory vaccine. They don't exist. The government can't make you take something that you don't want to take. Is there something that the government makes us take that we can't? Except money out of our paychecks? Mm, no. Nope. They definitely make us do that shit. Hell yeah. But as far as something that for our bodies, do we have to take? Is there anything we have to take? No, because even the kid, like even the um the what are they called? The um booster shots and stuff that kids are required to have. Parents are saying elected not to do that shit and the kids still allowed to go to school and shit. So no. Yeah. So it's just that the the conspiracy theories end game is always the part that confuses me. It's like, what kind of action could be taken before it becomes mandatory anyway? If somebody as powerful as Bill Gates and the government is plotting this, what to do? And my problem with the, a lot of the conspiracy theories is people are using it to make it seem like the virus ain't real. Well, what if the, the conspiracy is that the government released the virus on your ass and it is real? you know what i'm saying like why treat it like it's not real why treat it like it's not a potential situation this wouldn't be the first time that a government released gas on their people iran do that shit all the time you know saudi arabia do that shit all the time i mean they happen to be having civil wars in their country that means that it's like used as leverage to stop one group or to help another group but it's not like the government couldn't have done this shit or a government couldn't have done this shit. So I don't understand why you would think why your rhetoric would be this ain't real because the government or because Bill Gates funded this or whatever. It's like I don't believe this stuff, but if you believe it, it still don't make sense. Anyway, that's my last viral post. All right. Well, coronavirus is still the top thing in the news. So I, until this shit passes, I'm going to be doing Reddit letters. <laughs> so I have some Reddit letters. All right. All right. All right. All right. This one is titled, Partner Just Opened Up the Relationship. I am sleeping in the living room and not happy. Okay. They are in her bedroom and I am out here seething. I don't have a problem with her playing with others. Our relationship was always officially open, though this is the first time that this has been put into practice. My problem is more of the how and the who. Myself and my partner are in a, I guess this is a dom-sub relationship. She calls a lot of the shots in and out of bed. It works for us. It is intensely personal. Oh, so he the sub and she the dom. All right. Um, 
I gave up the power. I thought she would still respect me. I was wrong. This evening, one of her friends had an emotional emergency that required her to go see her. Yes, yes, COVID, I know. Then they come back together. I had met this woman once. She was tripping on some kind of substance, which I learned later this evening was crack. My partner then turns to crack and says he's going to call her. (laughs) And then to me, she, crack, is also your, my mistress now. What? What in the hell just happened? Here is a sum of what I know about her in our five total hours face-to-face. She has a history of abusive relationships, does hard drugs, lives in one room with three other girls. Yeah. And I'm supposed to accept this. It makes me wonder how my partner sees me. Am I on the same level to her? I feel dirty and low. I mean, we have good friends, friends who are not hooked on crack. Why didn't she pick one of them? (laughs) So, first of all, it's very interesting to read a story, I guess, about a a male sub. Because normally in those relationships, you know, you do have dominatrixes. I don't know the plural is of that, but um, usually you see like a male dom and a female sub. So he's a male sub. So that's that's interesting in and of itself. Uh, but I don't know anything about, you know, the relationship dynamic other than what I've read. I've never been in one. But I think, I mean, being, having someone be a dom doesn't mean that they, ha- they fucking are disrespectful and that y'all don't have rules. <laughs> So, Adina, um, well, I would not be okay with somebody bringing a crackhead home and being like, oh, this this, this your dude too now. You the fuck? Excuse me? What? It sounds like the problem is they haven't fleshed out the rules fully enough. Yeah. Or, or she's taking her dom role to mean that she can be dominant in many ways in terms of making decisions that he ain't a part of. Which doesn't the whole the whole point of that type of relationship is the sub giving up, willingly giving up the power. It's not you necessarily taking it, this person submitting to you. Um so doing shit outside of the parameter that goes outside of the bounds of that relationship to me. But uh-huh. there has to be parameters, though. True. There has to be like, And it doesn't sound to, like there have been. Yeah, you have to communicate to a person what you're giving up for the dumb relationship. Just because it's a sub-dumb relationship doesn't mean that anything that the dumb wants you to give up is what you give up. You get to identify what you give up. Um, and I'm pretty sure there are some extreme dom relationships where, yeah, the sub allows them to choose what that person gives up, but clearly that ain't the case in this because you mad. So is he more mad that you, so do you think that if it was an upstanding woman graduated from college and had a career that he would still be the same level of seething or does it seem like the problem is that she a crackhead? I think it's that she's a crackhead because at the end of it, he said they have other friends who aren't smoking crack, that would have been acceptable and he would have been okay with that. So I don't think it's that she brought in another a, a third. I think it's the, the specific third. And I wonder <laughs> why he was on the in. couch. Like, did they put him out? Or did he just not want to participate because she a crackhead? I I wouldn't have participated because he's a crackhead. Personally, I would have elected to be on the fucking couch too. 
Shit, no. You know what what crackheads do to get crack? There's no telling what the fuck. Like, no, no, be I'm good. But that I'm 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 good on that. I'll just send y'all ass up for a robbery anyway. <laughs> very possible. Very very possible. Um, this next one <laughs> is about you know. Turning a hoe into a housewife. So he's which, a third. Which is notoriously communicated that you can't do. Yes. Um, he's a 32-year-old male and his wife is a 37-year-old female. So he says, I just found a post from my wife detailing her dating and sex life before we met. It turns out she was quite promiscuous, which is okay in her decision. But it's still bothering me. Should I talk to her about it or leave it? That was a title. So first, I don't think she did anything wrong. And it's more my issue that it's bothering me and not hers. I just read it last night, but it was posted before we met. So it's quite fresh. And I really wish I hadn't. I was bored and finally looked up her username. I've known it for years. It was a public posting and she knows I know her username. So I don't think the issue. Basically, it details how much she had dated, had sex before she met me, the types of guys she dated, how the city was a paradise for single women like her having casual hookups, friends with benefits, etc. It's a bit more detailed than that, but let's just say it was nothing bad but made me feel bad. If I'm being honest, I also wish she had been a bit more selective. No, this isn't up to me and not my to judge. It also probably, it is also probably down to my slightly prudish view of sexuality. I know I'm not on some more high ground with this, though. Uh, that being said, it still bothers me, even though I know it shouldn't. If I was going to bring it up, it would not be to shame her or ask for an apology. This is obvious, I think, but I just want to be clear. But maybe nothing good can come from that. I guess it's just making me feel a bit insecure, so I don't know how to react to it. I'm leaning towards not bringing it up in case it brings her negative emotions or makes her feel ashamed. Has anyone been in a similar situation? Any words of wisdom would be appreciated. Mm. What fucking... First of all, who detail, like, goes that fucking specific on Facebook? (laughs) A lot of people. In a public post? Really? Nobody that I know. (laughs) I don't have those kind of things on my fucking timeline. No, nah, this ain't this ain't Facebook. This is something with a username. She said I looked up her username. It's probably Reddit or or something different. Something where you got to look up. No, I So mean, she's probably I mean she's probably anonymous to everybody in her life except for him because he know the username. That that's why it would make mm-hmm. a difference. It was a public posting? Yeah, like on Reddit, you can post things publicly under your username. Like if my username is, you know, I don't know, Mr. Don't Play 16, and you know my username, nobody else knows who I am. You do because you know me, and you know that's my username. So it's not like it's public in terms of my family can read it. It's public more in terms of he knows that she knows that he can go read it at any time he wants to because he knows the username. I don't know. I wish I knew what platform it was on. Either way, even on fucking Reddit, I, that's just why. 
For what? Because you can post anything <laughs> but, on Reddit without knowing who you are. You can get input and advice from people. But she wasn't getting input and advice. She was just talking about all her escapades. Well, some people, I mean, I'm pretty sure in the comments, a whole bunch of women validated all of the shit she doing. People post that shit to get something. But I'm sure a lot of other people tried to shame her for it, too. Of course. Like, you're not but... going to get just the good, not have the bad. I don't know. It not a, It really doesn't matter. That well, it you know, people bypass read. the shame. People bypass the shame when they ain't looking for it. And they just use the things they're looking for to validate. People be deleting posts that don't, you know, on Facebook, people delete posts that don't go along with what they're trying to say or what their message is. This shit yeah. all the time. They just want what validates what they're saying. Well, either way, it was posted. He read it. He feels uncomfortable. I'm glad he realizes that this is his issue and not hers. That he realizes that it's something that's just making him feel insecure. So, I mean, bravo to him for that. A lot of people don't have the insight. I mean, happened before you got here. Yeah. I just assume any woman that I have ever dated had meats in her face every night. That is awful. Hey, if you if you plan for the worst case scenario, it can only get better. <laughs> <laughs> if you say to yourself, she has, I bet she has seven meats next to her face a night, and then realize that it was only three a week, you'll be like, well, it ain't Sam. <laughs> <laughs> oh my if you don't God. think like that, three is bad. <laughs> I mean, she it's interesting that he is describes himself as being and he got with somebody that's very uh, obviously open with their sexuality so their dynamic just sounds weird in general to me because I feel like he would be the kind of guy that would be like no don't do that that's not proper <laughs> listen whether he want to admit it or not he know good and goddamn well the first time he had sex with that woman that she wasn't no goddamn amateur <laughs> I don't care what you say <laughs> because woman, if a woman get out here and give you that slop top gawk gawk uh, hand slide 3000 your ass ain't gonna be like wow this is she's experienced to be new to this <laughs> don't nobody say that shit she does such a good job to be new to this nigga she ain't new to it <laughs> okay she had to go through many meets to get those skills if the first time you have sex with a person and they are good at what they do, then they, they've done it a lot. And he knew good and goddamn well that she wasn't the professional she was uh, and didn't, you know, put in some put in some shit to get to it. Yeah, but without reading it, he could pretend that, oh, she, you know, probably wasn't that many guys before me. Reading it and faced with, like, stone cold evidence of, of what she did prior to meeting him. Now he has to face that. That's different. Like, I mean, he I, knows for sure. It's one thing to assume that she was. It's another to know for sure <laughs> from her right. own word. <laughs> I guess you could assume that she had sex a thousand times with one person versus yeah. a thousand times with 500 people. <laughs> I guess the, the former sounds much better than the latter, you know. <laughs> but if your idea is to just live in a fucking fantasy, then you ain't doing yourself justice with the person you with. I mean, yeah. I'm t it's some shit. Look, and the worst case scenario, the worst part for him is that 
of all the shit she said in that post, there's a bunch of shit that she wasn't willing to say <laughs> in that post. <laughs> but, you know, don't bring that shit up, bro. Leave no, that shit where it's never good gonna. It's nothing good gonna come from that. You Go need to... You, he... He needs to work through the insecurities that this has brought up in him. And I'm sure that's, you know, him being prudish and, and probably not having had as much sex as she had. He's probably wondering about how she views him when it comes to sex, which is not her problem once again. So I think it's definitely something he's going to need to deal with. But bringing it to her ain't going to do shit. But make her feel like, why are you even saying something to me about this if it's not a problem? <laughs> it's just going to go wrong. It ain't going to go right. It's definitely gonna go wrong, man. You should treat that shit. Work you need to treat that like some shit you ain't seen if you can. <laughs> Otherwise, you need to go to counseling and work this shit out. Yeah. But this shit can be a relationship ending shit. It can be. If he can't get past it and starts feeling resentful or start, he's saying he's not judging her now, but like that confessor, if he doesn't address it, it will cause a problem. The it's only thing. The only thing I care about is am I able to give my lady what she needs from me? I don't care about the past. Um, Did you say you had a, a post about Polly? That was the post about Polly. That was it. Not not this one, the other one. The one where they open, they have an open relationship, but he wasn't feeling respected in the open relationship. I mean, there's a specifically Dom sub, but it's still Polly because they, they're inviting other people in. Well, open is different than Polly. Open, I mean, that could How be an open relationship, not a Polly relationship. How in the fuck is it different? So, Michael asked me on my Facebook if I said at some point on the podcast that I was in a poly relationship and I did. So I'm in a poly relationship. So, and it's, it's a um, new dynamic for me. It's the first poly relationship I'm in. And if anybody got any questions about poly relationship or what poly means or what the value of being in a poly relationship for me is or whatever, I'm going to wait for people to ask those questions rather than just throw out what I think. But polyamorous generally means multiple poly and amorous love, right? So polyamorous means the ability to love multiple people. So polyamory is based on building connections with other people, not just mostly having sex with other people, which is what an open relationship is. Open relationship is usually defined as one where the couple decides not to engage in emotional connection with other people, but they engage in physical interaction with them. A polyamorous relationship is one in which you can connect with people because the essence of it is that you can, you can build multiple um, connections with people in terms of, um, in terms of, I guess, relationship sense. Why are you looking like that? It's just too much. <laughs> Why is it's it too, too much? much? I feel the same way about this that I feel about when a new when a kid comes in and tells me about uh, some other way that they identify that I haven't like. I'm just like, it's okay. What does it mean to you? And we'll just rock with it because I, I can't. There's no I'm way for me you, to know all. I'm this. just saying but there there are there are distinct differences between open relationship, swinging, polyamory, and it's a whole bunch of sub 
genres up under. And that's all of that. what I mean by it's too fucking much. I can't. But I'm just telling you, though, that's it's... the top. That's the top tier of them. I mean, those are the umbrellas. In terms of consensual non-monogamous relationships, you got swinging, open relationships, polyamory, and then you got a whole bunch of umbrellas up under that. Those are literally just. I just gave you literally just the basic of what you need to know. Anything else is just is too too much. But if that's too much for you, that's just the basic understanding of the differences. Because like you, you're. It seems like you're looking at it like, well, I don't care to discern. <laughs> like it don't matter to me the difference between polyamory and open relationship. But definitions matter. They do. They do. Yeah. They do. Well. I have nothing else to contribute. Okay. Well. You know somebody uh, in a pilot relationship, so I think that it would be a little bit significant to understand a little bit of what's going on. Because now when I tell you stories, you're not having an understanding of what it is and not being concerned with what the difference is. Then you'll be using your own subjective interpretation of what those things mean versus what they mean generally or how I put them. And then it's going to have us on two different wavelengths of communication in that regard. Potentially. Well, I don't look at them in general Look at your relationship in terms of what your relationship is. So the general terminology for it, I don't. It doesn't really matter to me because I, to your specific circumstances, and yours is the only one that I know of. So, <laughs> and I'm like, I have other things to compare it to. <laughs> well, even without something to compare it to, if you in your head, if you think it's an open relationship, even though I've called it poly, and you didn't, you don't don't care to discern. That's a problem for communication. Well, I look at them as one and the same. So not really. It's not like I thought open and pop. Like, I, I didn't think one was bad and one was good. Like, I just thought they was the same shit. <laughs> so it's not like by using one, I was putting a slur on it. <laughs> just well, I, I wasn't, look, I wasn't looking at, I wasn't saying, I, in no way did I think that you were putting anything negative on it. But by saying I don't give a fuck to discern means that <laughs> You're, if you look at both of them as one and the same for me, you're going to use them interchangeably and I'm one and not the other one. Okay. That's like with Cole being vegetarian and not vegan. He gets, he likes to have be called the right thing. <laughs> In my head, it's the same shit, but it's important to him. So, I guess it's like that. But, I mean, at the end of the day, it, it is what it is. But, like I said, uh, if anybody is interested in in that dynamic, then I'm gonna wait for you to ask questions. I'm not gonna spit out spit it out like that. Um, but the essence of those kind of relationships is communicating what you want, what you don't want, what is bothersome to you, what is not bothersome to you, what you value, what you don't value, and how this relationship gonna work. You know, and uh, because so was was Leon in an open or pop? He was just in a, he's in an open relationship. Leon is Leon is a swinger. Okay. Leon uh, goes to sex parties to have sex. He didn't even identify that they bring people into the bedroom for them to both share. He didn't even say they do that. He do that. That would be an open relationship. He just go to sex parties, it seems. Mm. Which 
I, I would say an open relationship would be one where they agree that they're going to each have individual people. But if he go to sex parties, it's really about the anonymity. He said, like, I think the part of him was that, you know, I go have a sexual interaction with people. Um, I may I may never see him again. That's fine. I, I don't care to, you know, build that connection. So swinging is like a more disconnected version of an open relationship where you actually meet a person to have sex with, know that person and interact with that person consistently, which is different than a poly relationship, which is where you might you might have a second girlfriend, you know, somebody that you value enough to be either in a relationship with or close to a relationship with or have a long-term intimate affectionate situation with them do the other people interact with each other in a poly relationship it's see that's that's where we get into too too much range for you probably probably because it depends so you got triads where you got a triad hold on hold on hold on this ain't for you then shut up so you got a triad where one person might have sex with one person on this on the left and then one person on the right, or you might have a triangle where everybody interact with each other. And then you got quads where it's possible that all four people interact or one person interact with two or two interact with two. It's it's just it's a whole long list of how that could work. You know, then you got like a family situation where you got like a couple over here that's married and a couple over here that's married and they do that. Th- it's like a whole bunch of different terms to identify all the different ways you could be interacting with other people. So. Okay. Then you got, I think what most people want <laughs> is a throuple, which is basically two people that find what they call a unicorn which is a person that is equally attracted to both of those people in the relationship. And so they all, they all just work in a relationship, but that is very rare, something you should not look for. And if you come across it, you'll be blessed in that dynamic because it's hard to find a person that's attracted to you and somebody that you will. They normally only attracted to you. You can't find that. But yeah. All right. That being said, Red ain't gonna ask no questions because she don't care. You but if you have any questions <laughs> about this relationship uh, dynamic, then I welcome them. I will answer them. Um, I got a news, not a news. Well, I'm a, I got news stories. Red don't have any news stories. Do you I have don't. any more relationship things? I had one. More. We uh, well, we we running up a little bit, so let me talk about some of this stuff first. Okay, so. You know, a bunch of challenges be on Facebook and a bunch of jokes be on Facebook. And there's a viral video of this girl and her boyfriend who did something very, very racist uh, on TikTok. They're Georgia high school students and they were expelled over their racist TikTok. So they have these videos where they're like, the latest one I seen was a black dude who you take a cup of water and it's kind of like uh the intro video to Powerpuff Girls where it's showing the doctor pouring sugar and spice and everything nice, right? So they'll put a caption that say something like God creating, you know, light-skinned women. Then they'll pour in a little bit of forehead, a little bit of loud mouth, and then they'll just keep pouring something like 
you know, attitude. And they'll just keep <laughs> pouring attitude and keep pouring attitude. And it's just like joking. And what happened in this video was a white couple put that the dude said, we're creating a nigger. And they poured don't have a dad all in the, in the thing. And so this went viral, clearly. And the school saw the video and released a statement. Parents, tonight it has been brought to my attention that an inappropriate video was created on the TikTok social media platform by students at Carrollton High School. Please know this video is being addressed immediately and any student involved in the production of this video will face serious consequences. Carrollton City Schools top priority is the health and well-being of our students and the type of behavior that will not be tolerated. Thank you, Dr. Ma Mark Albertus, superintendent. Now, I am going to chronicle the uh, journey of this girl who has tried to backtrack all of this stuff that's going on because she got buyer's remorse like a motherfucker. She don't went from blaming this on social media to blaming it on the irresponsibility of her being a teenager and not thinking through stuff to blaming it on her boyfriend to blaming it on the coronavirus. And I, I just want white people to know that there are some things that you can't wipe your way out of. <laughs> there are a lot of things you can wipe your way out of, a shitload of things that you can wipe your way out of. But racism, when it goes this south, is not something you can wipe your way out of. So let's read her posts, okay? I want to apologize for the abhorrent video I posted. I know in my heart how wrong it was. My boyfriend is racist, and he slowly normalized his racism on me. Still, I should have never let him. I believe blacks are human, too. Made in the image of Christ. Wait a minute. She believes what? What she believe? Rewind. I believe blacks are human, too. Made in the image of Christ. I have disappointed God, and I want to apologize. Please don't contact my college. It's my future, and one mistake should not ruin a life. Also, please stop with the death threats. Again, I apologize. Sincerely, Steph. Steph, you could go. <laughs> oh, my God. The fact that you called us. <laughs> Blacks. I don't have time. Steph is... You don't she have time. She can go kick rocks. Okay. The next one. Yes. Shove it. For the love of God, stop sharing the video and my name and picture. You do not know what this feels like. I've never been this scared. It just isn't fair. Imagine you're a stupid teenager just oh, going along with stupid no. teenager stuff and seeing your life gets ruined forever. People not caring what's in your heart or what you're really like. Only defining you by a stupid video. Please, please stop sharing. Oh, Steph, if you wanted people to know what the fuck was in your heart, you should have been giving $5 to homeless people. On the video, okay? Playing the world's smallest fucking violin for her right now. The poor baby. You shouldn't even be playing the smallest violin. That's too much. That's too much sympathy still. It's ridiculous. Like, we don't know how it feels. Like, we supposed to feel bad for you, bitch? You did this to yourself. Not only did you do this to yourself, you threw your boyfriend all the way under the bus and rolled that shit over him, bagged it up, and rolled it over him again. Oh, you ain't bro. even fucking loyal to your nigga. <laughs> well, we definitely ain't done because she got a picture of him with an X over it, and it says, letter to my ex. 
I hate you so much. You came up with the TikTok idea, and I agreed it would be private. Just something between us. You took that from me, and now look, we're both left without a future, and now we're just getting hate. The black community despises us. She put black in quotation marks. We are in danger. What? Are we not black? <laughs> the black community despises us. What? What that mean? I don't think she know what quotations mean. I don't think she know what they mean literally um, in literature. Makes no sense. You made a fucking video with your boyfriend willingly and your thing is he wasn't supposed to show it to anybody. So you was alright with the fucking racism and the privacy of your home. Like, bitch, bye. Bye. All right. So just make scroll, it worse. Scroll down a little bit. It's a picture of her zoomed into her face with tears coming out her eyes saying, I'm sorry. You guys ruined my fucking life. I'm no longer going to my dream college and my boyfriend and I have no future now. You ruined your own fucking life, Becky. You're going to blame this on somebody else. You made a decision, little girl. And this is what you find out about being a goddamn adult is when you do things, they have consequences. And those consequences are not good when the things that you do are fucked up. You want somebody to feel sorry for your little... Listen. <laughs> now, the comments. There's a couple of comments on this picture. One dude says, we dripping water on our face now? That's what we doing? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, and then the second one says, LOL, you guys. Oh, no, girl, I see you still haven't figured out who fucked up here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it gets it gets a little bit worse. All right. right, she's still fucking posting. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, it get worse. It get worse. And it's in quotations again. Dear black people, if you guys want to be accepted and treated like everybody else, act normal. The reason I made the TikTok was to prove a point, and if it triggered you snowflakes that bad, then we must have hit a nerve. Oh, we snowflakes now because they didn't accept your little whack-ass fucking apology, so now you in your fucking feelings. And showing your true colors and who you actually are. This who you are. Now, comments. (laughs) Laugh my ass off off. So, is she sorry or not? (laughs) (laughs) Next, we the snowflakes, but you the one having a meltdown. Woo child. <laughs> All right. Next. Wait a minute. This ain't over. It keep going. Listen, I'm telling you, this shit keep going. The fact that you niggas think my life is over, laugh my ass off, 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 off. Me and my man are going to start an OnlyFans. You think you did something, huh? Well, guess what? You didn't, and you don't have any power. You might have took my education but you won't take my abilities to live my life and spread my truth. I don't care. Stay woke. So you went from going to a college to making an OnlyFans fucking your boyfriend for money and you think that this is equally as good? You think that this is not an impact on your future? You are delusional, man. <laughs> are you serious? All right, so this is who Steph was the whole time. This right here, this her. I don't this know. I don't know. Let's see what her next explanation for this is. In which she starts it off, explanation. Recently, I was diagnosed with COVID-19. I'm only 18 years old, and I do not deserve this. I don't think anybody does. While this does not excuse my actions, I just want to say I was being ignorant and racist and blaming my diagnosis on the black community. (laughs) 
I just wanted to ease my mind and make fun of others because my situation is already as bad as it is. My boyfriend is not racist. I forced him to make the TikTok and I tricked him. I posted it and I honestly didn't expect it to blow out of proportion. I promise I am not racist. I am just sick. I need help. <laughs> That's the first true thing you have said, ma'am. You, you need help. Then she posted proof that she was diagnosed with COVID-19. Don't nobody give a fuck. COVID is not racism. You do not come down. That ain't a symptom of the fucking coronavirus. What the fuck does her having coronavirus have at the tea in China? Is she sick? <laughs> You got corona, so we supposed to be like, oh, that explains it. That's why she said that racist I didn't know she had corona. I'm no longer offended by this. Wow. Damn, she got corona. <laughs> I'm going to excuse her racism because she got corona. Ma'am, have all the seats. <laughs> all right. We've been talked about this on the show to death. White people, people in general, yes, this is the United States of America, and yes, you can say whatever the fuck it is you want to say. 100% you can't, but there are consequences for the things that you fucking say. Sorry, that's just what it is. The fact that you thought that you was going to be able to do this and the shit wasn't going to go viral, when all, I can't even name the same fucking thing has happened where a white person then did some racist shit out in the open and then lost a job, a scholarship, a school, something. You, you, it happens all the time, Becky. Like the fact that you talking about you didn't know it was gonna blow up like this. What the fuck ever? Guess what? You got exactly what you deserve. And I hope don't nobody even fucking uh, join your little OnlyFans. Okay? I hope you end up out here spreading it wide on the side of the road. That's what I hope for you. She can always become a porn star. And bleach her asshole? No, all she got to do is not have sex with black dudes. She'd make more money if she did, though, wouldn't she? It depends. It's a lot of racism in uh, porn. It's a lot of white men who once a porn white porn star has sex with a black man. They get, like, blackballed in the white porn community. They don't fool with it no more. Steph is fucking... But I do think there's a lot of money in interracial, to, to be honest, though. What was the timeline between when the TikTok was posted and her last post? Wish I could tell you. I have no idea. I just want to know how many days she she continued <laughs> this bullshit of posting something. You went from being 100% apologetic and blaming your boyfriend... To then saying you meant what you said. You said what you said. And fuck black people. I said what I said. Back to you're sorry and you got COVID-19 and that's why you... Girl, you are young for sure. Because that's some young-minded ass shit. The, the back and the forth. But this is a lesson that you obviously still haven't fucking learned from all of Man, you still ain't learned nothing. I feel like she gonna be another in ten years. We'll be talking about her again because she gonna say something racist and lose her fucking job because she just one of them dumbass people that don't learn. Yeah, she's a weirdo. <laughs> the fuck, girl. Ugh. Okay, it's too much. 
too much. Yeah, it is. It's too goddamn much. <laughs> wow. But it is what it is. Uh, I'm going to talk about some things really quick. Um, I had a lot of stories. Um, I'm going to talk about Joe Biden. Because Joe Biden is the front runner for the Democratic Party. And you know who Stacey Abrams is, right? Nope. Stacey Abrams was running for the governor of Georgia against that white dude. And she almost, she got picked up a lot of steam. Oh, yes. I do remember her. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of times when a reporter asks you, you know, if if somebody asks you to be the vice president, would you do it? And they'd be all coy. They'd be like, no, I don't know. I ain't even thought about it. Somebody asked Stacey Abrams, if Joe Biden asked you to be the vice president, would you just say, hell yeah. I'm like, she didn't say it like this. She said it in, <laughs> she said it in vice president tone. So let me, she said some, she said, absolutely. I would love to serve my country as a vice president. I would definitely like the opportunity. So she pretty much what that translate to in PR terms because somebody told her to say this shit if they ask you that question. And usually they know the questions before they get asked. Somebody on her PR team said, we need to put an all call in for letting Joe Biden know that you're wanting to be his vice president pick. And one of our friends said, so Joe Biden clearly is a, a moderate. He is probably on the political spectrum similar to where Hillary Clinton was, but just packaged up in something more palatable for people. Versus Hillary Clinton wasn't very palatable. And, you know, Hillary Clinton is just surrounded by a shitload of controversy anyway. The only thing they really have on Joe Button is these allegations that's coming out about rape, which is very hypocritical because Trump got 21 motherfuckers that saying he did something. So if Trump supporters use that against Joe Biden, then, I mean, what are they really saying about Trump? Then uh, that he's racist because of his 1994 crime bill um which there was a lot of black people that supported them crime bills i mean we put all of the responsibility on the politician that wrote it to it but like everybody thought that was going to be the solution for some bullshit at the time it just was the wrong path and the person who crafted it gets the blame for the outcome but Joe Biden's 94 crime bill still didn't even do as much as the 96 crime bill for uh, with Bill Clinton. Either way, um, the way one of my friends put it is that uh, black people, we are the side chicks to the Democratic Party. Did I talk about this on the podcast? Yeah, yeah I think you have said this before. And one thing he said specifically was if Joe Biden is going to get my vote or the black community vote, he got to make a down payment on the black community. He got to make a fucking down payment. And one thing he said was Stacey Abrams as a nominee. Or maybe I said that. I don't remember. But I said that for me, Joe Biden choosing Stacey Adams, man, that would be a good representation of what I think the black community would need. I mean, he would definitely have the black women vote. He yes. already got the old vote. And he'll have my vote. You know, I mean, he's going to have my vote anyway. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But the conversation was about what do we need to do as a community to get to leverage our vote. And man, I really hope he chooses Stacey a Abrams because now that Stacey Abrams has showed interest, if he don't choose Stacey Abrams and he choose somebody that's not black, woo, he gonna be fucked up. 
So like he don't he don't he only got several choices now, several options. Uh, I just wanted to talk about that. Uh, Kenya governor adds bottle of Hennessy to coronavirus care packages. Which apparently alcohol is not good for the coronavirus and it leaves you more susceptible. But that's what they say. That's why they say <laughs> that uh, black people are getting more sick because we don't do nothing but drink Hennessy and make our bodies vulnerable to the disease. So, oh, black people, y'all need to stop drinking. Bitch, it's the economy that got us fucked up, not uh, Hennessy. So shut the fuck up. <laughs> All right. Another thing that happened is Trump is not going to be paying the World Health Organization. <laughs> and I don't know what y'all know about the World Health Organization, but the World Health Organization is really friendly to China. You know, so it's no surprise. And I'm sure Trump knows that. And there's no surprise that he will find an opportunity like this to blame somebody else. He has yet to take accountability. As the man who has always blamed Obama for every single thing and said that if it happens on your watch while you're the president, then it's your fault. You know, but now that he's the president and all this shit on his watch, he ain't willing to take responsibility for it. It's just hypocrisy in its finest moment. Florida is about to open the beaches back up. We ain't got no vaccine. We ain't got no effective treatment that has been tested uh, with trials. You got a lot of doctors saying that the shit that Donald Trump said take is help been helping. But it hadn't, they hadn't had the amount of uh, scientific evidence to back that up. Uh, but they're trying to open the economy back up. And Trump, Trump is a genius. He's Florida. Okay? I want to say Trump is a genius. But he's a genius in all the ways that geniuses don't matter. He is a diabolical genius. He is good at bullshitting. He is good at being a dickhead. He is a genius at being a fuckboy, basically. And, you know, a genius ain't a genius if it don't help me, if it don't help the world. And so Trump came out and basically said, oh, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I'm the authority here. OK, I call the shots. If I want to open the economy back, I open the economy back. So what Trump did was say, hey, we need the economy open back up. We should really get the economy open back up. But I'm not going to use my power to open it back up. I'm going to leave it on you governors. That way he can not take responsibility for it if it fuck up in state by state because he already know that he's getting a lot of accountability questions put on him for how this turn this rolled out so he want them to open the economy back up and he gonna use the states that are willing to do it as you know puppets to see if it work and if it do then it'll work out for him if it don't then he gonna be fucked up uh, no he won't be fucked up the states will um Bad Baby. Bad Baby, again, came out and she's black fishing. Well, she came out again defending it and basically said, who wants to be black anyway? And like, you do, bitch. How can you keep... Fu-? And then she said, and then she went back to that same old traditional argument and said, Lil' Kim almost looks like a white person. Or Lil' Kim looks like a white person. And I just want to continue to reinforce the idea that we live under a society of European beauty standards in which the Europeans will give you more opportunity if you look like them and if you straighten your hair like them versus if you're dark skin or if you have coarse hair texture. So you're equivalent to, you know, black folks get straight hair and wear blonde hair and look white is, is, is 
based on bullshit because that is racism at play that makes us feel like we have to do that in a lot of instances and then people that do that in its, in its extremes like little Kim does uh, and that's about it Kanye West votes for Trump and walks back famous Bush comment but I don't give a fuck about Kanye and Cardi B and Bernie Sanders talk pandemic and politics on Instagram live I like Cardi B for whatever reason but I really mm. really like that she like she's into politics because that conversation with Bernie Sanders was a real ass conversation. And I wonder if it took a lot of convincing for Bernie Sanders to get on there with her or if he was like, yeah, of course I'll get on there with her. I wonder. I don't know. Who knows? Um, but that being said, we had an hour and 53 minutes. I know I chopped up that last little bit. Um, but I mean, I guess we got seven minutes if you wanted to do that last story, that last relationship thing. We don't have to. Okay, cool. Well, um, thank y'all for listening. Do you have anything else on your mind? I do not. All right. Well, until we come to the next conversation, we out. Holla. Holla.